welcome to The Hive Life, where we pull back the curtain on Spherical Media, a company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a team of former journalists that create beautiful, impactful stories that connect with your audience. Welcome inside our podcast studio in the south end of Charlotte. This is The Hive Life, along with Tim Bear. I'm Jared Latch. Our guest on this episode is Chrissy Reed, Director of Employee Engagement at High Lane, which is a high-growth software consulting firm headquartered in the Queen City. And Chrissy, it's great to have you as a guest here. Yes, thank you guys. So as we start things off, just give us a quick overview of High Lane and what you're doing in the, the software consulting space. Yeah, definitely. So Highline is a project-based consulting firm uh, founded and headquartered here in Charlotte. Um, I used to start by saying we are a startup, a young company, just because we are shy of three years old. Um, but now I just say we're a growing firm. Um, like you just said, we expanded to Raleigh January of 2020, just right before the pandemic. Um, and of course, we just announced about two weeks ago, going to Atlanta. Um, so we are growing, but what we do within those markets is look to service local firms with their IT solutions. And that could be anything from application development, business intelligence work, um, and then delivery services, our third service line that we do offer. Very cool. So best places to work in 2020. Yes. Uh, so only three years old, but you guys are already getting those kind of awards. What goes into that for you guys to be able to pull off something like that in, in a high growth company? Definitely. And I, I will say, I think I've been applying with that from previous companies for about 10 years. So when we finally won, it was really exciting. Um, and I think what was even more exciting about it was reading the, the feedback from the team from those surveys. I'm not sure if you guys have participated in we those have, or filled yeah. those out. Um, so it's amazing to get the feedback from the team that just kind of validates what we're doing. And, and I always tell the team, like, hold us accountable, you know, make sure we're doing what we say we're doing. Um, so for us to have that in a high growth area definitely shows we're doing what we're doing. We're showing up daily. We're listening to the team and, and taking their, their feedback and input and actually incorporating that into what we do daily. And how does that directly connect to your role? Because that's, I would think there is this direct correlation as director of employee engagement, making sure that people are happy that they're having a, a great experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with that in my role um, as the employee engagement person, so my role there is to really make sure I'm checking in with the team, um, hearing from them and incorporating that feedback too. We do have our trust culture that's kind of the core of what we are here. So that's um, anything from being transparent with each other, results focused, upbeat attitudes, uh, soliciting feedback from each other, but then also being thankful for all of our interactions. So my role is to kind of incorporate that daily in all my interactions with the team, and then just to see that kind of trickle out through the through the company. Awesome. We were catching up before we started, and you said you moved here from Iowa in 2010. Is that where you grew up, and what brought you to Charlotte? Yeah, born and raised in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm sure people are like... What's nice. that state? Where is that? Um, oh, we know that one. <laughs> okay, it's the flyover state. Exactly. Um, so yeah, born and raised there. I went to school there, graduated from Loris College um, in Dubuque, Iowa, which is on the border of Iowa, Illinois. Um, once I graduated, I got my degree in exercise science. I you know, grew up playing sports, had a passion to do something in that field. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. So after I graduated college, I had a few options. Uh, considered moving to Chicago. Uh, that was definitely an easy transition. I knew people there close by. Um, or I consider North Carolina. I had one contact that was right here in Charlotte. And so when I had to consider cold and windy city or <laughs> beaches and mountains that you just don't get in Iowa, it was a pretty easy choice. So I decided to make the move here to Charlotte, packed up my 1992 Toyota Camry and drove on down. Nice. Good stuff. So if someone's out there and they're thinking about, okay, employee engagement, it's something I'd like to be involved with in the future. What were some of the things that, that preceded where you are now that you think some of those experiences that helped 
enable you or help you get into this position? Oh gosh, I'd say anything and everything. Um, I do not have an HR background when I got here, so that was something that I did learn along my career path here. Started in IT um, staffing, which I know there's hundreds of firms here that do have that experience. Um, so just having that and interacting with a variety of uh, contractors here in Charlotte is a good start. Um, I think I quickly learned that you have to be versatile and adaptable. Everyone is different. So when I do engage with my team, they all have different needs. They all react differently to different things. So I think having that type of experience and just any type of uh, background where you have to be adaptable and versatile and think on your feet and just kind of go with the flow in a way is, is kind of going to be a good good background to have. And talking about the company, you said you guys are based and headquartered here and you were founded here. You started the Raleigh office about a year ago, just announced the Atlanta office. What's that like as you guys start to spread out and spread your wings a little bit away from one center spot to now having to worry about, you know, people in Raleigh, people in Atlanta, and what's that look like? That's going to be the fun part, right? <laughs> so I think for what we're doing here in Charlotte, it was great to see that success. But now how do we take that into those new markets? It, it's going to be fun. And I actually think the pandemic gave us a good response on how are we going to do this virtually? Because again, the headquarters is here. I sit here. So now as we grow, how do we keep that core mission, those core values into those new markets. And I think it's gonna to have to be hearing from the team, getting their feedback. So those in Raleigh might need something more than those in Atlanta. Um, so hearing from them, how do we need to adapt? And then of course, hiring more in those in those markets too is gonna to help keep that culture. And you'd mentioned, you've mentioned adapt twice mm -hmm. here in the last little bit, knowing that's critical to your role. What is the biggest challenge with dealing with people all the time <laughs> from an HR standpoint, yes. from an experience standpoint? Uh, you just never know. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, everyone has something different. I think this pandemic definitely showed us, um, you know, people are going to respond differently. And it's the same thing with events and, and different projects, too. One person might be excited for a different technology than another. And so we do have to keep that in mind. And so maybe biggest learning during the pandemic so far, I'll give you two examples, maybe, or give me two examples on one that you notice, okay, maybe this won't work in the future and maybe this one will. Do you have some of those things that you're thinking about maybe discarding and something new that you're going to keep in the rotation as you go forward? Um, I think we quickly saw happy hours every Wednesday got tiring. <laughs> so, you know, that seemed like such a great idea because it was something we would do in person. You know, those in the office, hey, let's go grab a beer because we could walk to different breweries at the time. Um, we can't do that virtually. You know, that just doesn't seem to be something that the team liked. And I'm thankful that the team said, hey, can we try something new? Because that's the feedback that we need. So that one is definitely kind of thrown out. We're trying some different things. Um, what I think we are going to be doing moving forward into the future is probably how we approach interviews. Um, you know, now that we can't meet in person to interview people, how do we set that stage going forward with virtual interviews? Or how do we use Zoom? How do we get candidates comfortable on the phone? Um, those are things that what we're learning today is going to carry on with us in the future. Nice. What For the people that are out there listening, what are the types of clients you guys work with? What kind of, kind of companies are you guys mostly focused working on? Definitely. So I'll say this. We'll have a conversation with anyone who has a, a business problem. Uh, we've done work with nonprofits here in Charlotte, and then we've also done work with Fortune 500 companies. Um, so we're not um, specific on any industry line. It's, it's all across the board because I think we all know everyone has a business problem they're trying to solve. So let's see if we can do it through an IT solution. And how are you guys going about uh, recruiting or finding those companies? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff at play. And when you're in new markets, too, you've got to, there's got to be a brand awareness aspect as well. 
What does that sort of overview plan look like? Yeah, no, that's great. I think of, I think I always jokingly say this, you know, marketing is not our strength. So that's something we're trying to figure out as we do grow here. Um, but for us, the, the best way for us in getting new clients is our relationship. Um, that's been the best way for us. So giving back to the community, getting to know the people here, building those relationships, they do take time. But the more we can do that, build that trust with them, it's going to be a good partnership in the long run. When you guys look to grow in, in the markets like Raleigh and Atlanta right now, I mean, having started sort of during a pandemic, are you standing up offices there already or is it mostly still remote and then you'll eventually have office space? How are you guys doing that? Yeah, so we are going the, the co-working route um, just because hearing and getting the pulse from the teams, they like that option, that flexibility, so we can support that. Um, and the co-working spaces are a great way to do that. Right now in Raleigh, we have like a two-person desk. Um, and then in Atlanta, we just started with a one-person desk. But it still gives team members there to, to rotate, come in. We can rent conference rooms if we have multiple key people coming in there. Um, and they just have a great, like, open space to work. So, so that's the route that we're going for now. And so I guess a follow-up on that a little bit about how people want to work. You mentioned it's been diversified in, in, as far as how people are responding to coming back to the office in Charlotte or where they go, it's pretty much split, isn't it? It, it is. And that was kind of our philosophy when we did start. We told team members when we hired, because we are hiring senior level consultants, uh, just because we are young right now. Um, but we said, hey, work where you work best. And for people, that's different. And we have to accommodate that. Um, so some team members liked working maybe anywhere from 75 to 95% from, from home. And then they would come in in the mornings maybe just to collaborate with teams and then head home in the afternoon. So here in Charlotte, we actually started the co-working route. We were at, we work uptown, then we moved to Huga, just right outside of the uptown area before we finally got our permanent office, which is right out there by the uh, top golf area. So it, it's been the same message. Work where you work best. If you want to come into the office, that's great. We can support you. If you want to stay home and do that, that's cool too. So you've been in Charlotte for a little more than a decade. Um, what is your favorite aspect of Charlotte? What do you love about this city the most? Oh, gosh. Um, well, right now, so I just got a 10-month-old uh, boxer puppy, so oh. I am really loving Skip Town right now. That's been great uh, to come to. And, and just having the downtown again. I grew up in Des Moines. Uh, you know, again, people probably know it's a little bit smaller, just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> quite a bit, actually. Um, so just having that access to, to sports, you know, that's been a big thing, too. I didn't have that growing up, but I'm, I'm an athlete, you know, played four sports in high school and in college, too. Um, so having access to the Panthers, um, the, even the Knight Stadium. And then we've made a few drives to, to Raleigh, too, to check out the uh, the Hurricanes. So it's, nice. it's been awesome. That's awesome. So softball, right? Yeah, yes. That was uh, – what were the other three in high school? Yeah, so I went from uh, cross country in the fall, basketball in the winter, uh, track during the spring, and then Iowa plays softball during the summer. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. Hey, you had the whole year did, yes. figured out uh, athlete-wise. Mm -hmm. I did sort of the same thing. Tim, I'm sure, multi-sports in high school. I didn't spend a lot of time at home after school. I think there was maybe two or three days during four years that exactly. I actually came home right. after school. <laughs> yep. And I would just sit on the couch because that was the first time we were you able to do could, that. You could actually kick back and relax, yeah. <laughs> so I want to hit culture again. Yeah. When, since you're a relatively new company, you mentioned just over three years, mm -hmm. correct? Correct. Culture is such a pivotal thing for every business. And you can, they say you can either define it or it defines you. Mm -hmm. What has that looked like for Highlane? Yeah. So this is something that, I mean, we, I think we define it and it's something that everyone has to embody day in, day out. You know, culture isn't just, Hey, we got beer in the fridge. You know, we go, we do fun team events. It's how we interact with each other daily. So that's how we're identifying it. And it, it has to be everyone. So I think our CEO, Adam Boynton, does a great job highlighting different parts of our culture during our Friday team meetings. We also do like quarterly and um, uh, twice a year uh, company-wide meetings, and he'll always pick something to kind of highlight, hey, 
we're doing this really good. We're getting feedback from our clients about the culture and how it's not just internally, but how we're actually displaying that to our, our clients as well. So that's that's how we're doing it. It's it's how we interact with each other daily. And when you talk about Adam and, and his vision for where you guys are at now, um, what's his background? How did he come? Was he the founder of the company as well? So how did that all come about? Yeah, yeah. So Adam is our uh, founder and everything. And the name Highland is actually the combination of his two daughters, uh, Hilton and McLean. So I think he went on about a five-mile walk when he was thinking about starting this. And, and what do I name it? And yeah, it was about right at the five-mile mark. He was like, this is it. I'll combine the names. Um, so yeah, so his background, he's, you know, been, actually he's from Virginia, but um, been in the IT space, been in consulting before, he's been in that CIO role and everything. Uh, so he moved to Charlotte. Oh gosh, he's probably going to get me for not knowing this one exactly <laughs> on the day because we actually worked together at a former firm too. That's how we knew each other. Nice. So we worked together at a former consulting firm that did get acquired. So when he went to start High Lane, you know, he said, hey, you interested in coming? I was like, yes, put me anywhere. I'll do anything. Um, but yeah, so he does have that IT consulting background, everything, worked at another consulting firm. So he is the, the perfect founder to get this thing going for us, given his IT background and consulting background. Real quick, do you guys play in AI at all yet? Is that is that in some of your solutions or anything anything along those lines when you're working with different businesses? Um, it can be, yeah. So yeah. it just depends if that's the the need for the client. We're starting to get into that space too, um, so it's exciting to get there. But it's still kind of new for I think a majority of our clients. Well, on the talent acquisition side, uh, what does that look like? What are some of the key roles within the organization? How do you go about recruiting and finding the right people? Yeah, so that's it's it takes a skill. Um, Consulting is not for everyone. I'll go ahead and say it, and we try to be transparent with that throughout the conversations. Um, so how we find our candidates is mostly through referrals, which is great because, I mean, one, that means our employees are liking where they're working, they're referring their friends, so that's, that's awesome. Uh, but then we will use LinkedIn probably the majority of the time. Um, again, we are hiring senior level folks, so they have to have at least, you know, five, eight years experience in the industry. And then again, have that consulting mindset. That's probably the biggest challenge as we do recruit and hire team members here. Um, you know, it's, it's great that they have the technology side, but they have to be thinking about different solutions. They have to be able to communicate these solutions to our clients. So it does take a different mindset to come to the table with that. So that's the biggest challenge then mm-hmm. is that consulting aspect of mm-hmm. almost thinking outside of the box and more grandiose in terms of how can we help this individual? Yeah. Yep. And I will add one more thing to that as we're, we're kind of learning this as we do get more clients. Um, being able to learn, that's the thing, you know, and I think the IT folks are definitely in that space. They love to learn because technology is definitely changing as we go. Um, but we get into projects sometimes where we thought the tech stack might be something and we get there and it's completely different. So we say, hey, welcome to consulting. Let's learn as we go here. So that's awesome. All right. So sometimes at the end of these, we do uh, a lot of rapid fire questions, some quick questions that just uh, talk about your personal life a little bit and talk about what, what you think about uh, when, you're, when you're dealing with work. So outside of work, what keeps you motivated? Oh, man. Um, outside of work, what keeps me motivated? Um, probably my, my family, um, my husband. Again, we just got a 10-month-old boxer puppy, so that's been fun. Uh, we also have a, a cabin out in the mountains. So again, that was a big thing I didn't have growing up in Iowa. So we're just right on the Nantahala Lake, and that's, I mean, that's what keeps me going, you know, finishing off a good week and then heading to the mountains. So second one. Uh, during the pandemic, what's one key thing you learned about yourself that you didn't know prior to? Uh, there's probably a lot. Um, the <laughs> first thing that comes to mind, just because it's, it's been something we're working through right now, um, I always thought I was a good cook because we do eat at home a lot, um, but I seem to make the same stuff a lot. So I need to find <laughs> some new recipes or change things up. But but yeah, that's probably the one. That's a good one. Re- recent book or song that has inspired you? 
Um, the recent book I read is, it is definitely work-based, uh, but um, as we were approaching, probably during the pandemic, um, our interview style, I was reading a book called Motivational Interviewing, um, which was a great way for us to kind of keep drilling down a little bit further into our trust culture and finding the right fit for Highland, not just the right need that we have, but the right fit for Highland, and that book definitely gave me some good insights. All right, last one. Leave us with a fun fact about yourself that most other people wouldn't know about you. Fun fact, jeez. Uh, um, that sounds funny. Uh, I would say that um, I actually enjoy doing yard work. I don't know if that sounds weird or what, but um, I actually enjoy being out there. Uh, we used to live on 10 acres, so taking care of that and mowing the grass, I actually found it fun and relaxing, um, but I know most people hate that. <laughs> that so. is a definite fun fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy sometimes uh, yeah. being in the yard when it doesn't seem like a chore. Yeah. Jared, <laughs> Jared obsesses about his lawn, though. I do, so the grass. Gets, okay. gets, yeah, the grass yeah, I, is a big thing for him. I definitely uh. have a problem with the grass, <laughs> especially when it's not growing. Yeah, oh, I'll gosh. wait for those little things. I tell my son, my older son, I say, hey, buddy, come here. He's like, what? I said, there's some baby grass right there. <laughs> So I, I get excited about yeah, the yard. That's so I, awesome. I can relate a little bit. So if somebody's out there, they're thinking about uh, Highlane either as a potential for employment or they need your services, website, the best place that they can go to find out? Yeah, website, um, LinkedIn. We're pretty active on there as well, posting different news, updates, blogs, and white papers and everything. So yeah, head to the website. It's just highlane.com or you can find us on LinkedIn. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much. Enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for spending time with us. No, thank you guys for having me. You can find out more episodes of The Hive Life as well by heading to the podcast page of our website at spiraclebuzz.com. It's under the resources tab. Also, follow us on social media at Spiracle Media. For Tim Bear and Chrissy Reed, I'm Jared Latch. Thanks for listening and so long for now. You've been listening to The Hive Life, brought to you by Spiracle Media. Always remember, you can visit spiraclebuzz.com or follow us at Spiracle Media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life.